Hello and welcome. Scare track. Scare track. Scare track podcast. Welcome to the Scare Track podcast, the UK's first podcast dedicated to the scare attraction and haunted house industry. However, please be advised that we have no censor. The language used may be of an explicit nature and is not intended for younger listeners or the easily offended. All views expressed are those of the individual host and do not necessarily reflect those of ScareTrack, our guests or any of our associates. So, if you're still here, let's get scared. So this is where our adventure begins. Oh my god! Faith Monroe is screaming. Spoiler alert, freaking awesome. <laughs> quality of the set was amazing. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Scare Track Podcast. My name is Mikey and on today's episode we have an interview with one of the creative leads of Fear at Avon Valley Screen Park. We have Mattia Patcher on the Scare Track Podcast to discuss the humble beginnings of Fear and how it's grown into one of the biggest and best scare events here in the UK. And he may or may not give us a few hints regarding their brand new attraction for 2021. So without any further ado, let's take you to the interview right now here on the Scare Track Podcast. You're listening to Hi folks and welcome back to this episode of the Scare Trap Podcast. Like I said in the intro, I am joined by the creative lead of Fear at Avon Valley Screen Park. Mattia, how is it going, buddy? Hi, Mikey. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. First of all, a huge, huge thank you for coming on to the Scare Trap Podcast. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, Anytime. It's going to be... It's, it's just around the corner now, Halloween, and we're we're planning our October, and we always love a visit to Fear Avon Valley. So um, so we thought it'd be a perfect opportunity to get you on, talk about the, uh, the growth of the park and how it's changed over the years, maybe mm-hmm. something about the future as well. We'll just uh, mm-hmm. have a good old chinwag about Fear, really course let's get to it yeah absolutely so um so fear at avon valley screen park it's held at avon valley adventure and wildlife park in the west of england um and of course that runs uh, summer events and winter and all the uh, all the events throughout the year really and things like easter and whatnot and halloween of course is what we're all about and it started probably what five or six years ago now yeah we're about to go into our seventh year so it's six wow. years old now Crikey, that's gone fast. I remember the very first year it opened. Yeah, with, uh, what was it, Circus of the Dead and Anarchy? Yeah, we, we, unfortunately we weren't able to visit, but I, uh, we, we, I remember getting some crazy um, invitations in the post, which I think had uh, like blood covered all over them and things like that. It was really cool. Um, but unfortunately we weren't able to get down there, but heard rave reviews, and then year on year it's it's just grown. And, and now it's, I mean, it's... It's it's crazy every night, isn't it? It's a very it's a busy and very popular event now. It, absolutely, and I mean, what started off in basically one marquee uh, that occupied two mazes either side um, and a tiny, tiny little bar uh, has absolutely kind of grown into this humongous beast of an event that we we absolutely love. And you know, we started off with with like we said before, Circus of the Dead and Anarchy, and then we moved on to you know the bringing in of Purgatory uh, and then Phobia, yeah. um, and then you know out goes Purgatory, in comes House of Clowns, X Four, uh, and Vita Nova, um, and the the site matures and it grows, and actually you know I think a lot of people 
no fear for not just its mazes but also the fire show um, and the atmosphere of the entire event there's rides there's you know that like we said there's a bar from from before now that bar is, is huge um mm-hmm. and we're constantly looking at ways to to kind of build and make it bigger and better than ever and the whole site um has a purpose um yeah. so when we sit down we think you know about everything so every little flyer um or every little bit of audio hit you hear it's there for a reason. It's not just shoved there for a little bit of a laugh. It is there for a reason. It plays a part in the story. Um, and I think this year, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, uh, guests will get to realise that this world really is alive. Um, and that's the whole point. You don't just go there for the, the five attractions. You go there to experience one massive attraction with these kind of bolt-ons with it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what's made it uh, such a success story over the last six year, years as well. Like you say, with the with the just the two attractions to start with and yeah. then adding more and then moving things about it's it's always a very fresh event it, it never goes stale it's never stagnant every year i go it's either the i mean let's let's take the fire show for example um a, a real I, I believe that the fire show at fear at avon valley made everywhere else in the uk step up their game when it comes mm-hmm. to sort of visual entertainment mm-hmm. um so where where was the idea to, to have a fire show i'm not i'm not too sure i know we were we were going to be t- chatting to doug as well and we, we might uh we might do that in the future uh, as well but um right at the beginning when when the fire show was added on in, in its second or third year what was the the key reason to to add that element to a screen park it was it really it was to give it atmosphere and it was to give this whole event an identity so the fire show really that's what was iconic um, the mazes yeah. are uh, amazing as they are, but everyone remembers fear really for that fire show, those those flames shooting up into the sky. Yeah. Um, and I think, as we know, other places have then become inspired, like you said, and stepped up their game and added in, you know, all sorts with with flames and, uh, and, and different kind of shows. Um, and that really is something that I think at, at the time it was like that's what we do at Avon Valley I think we sit there and we mm-hmm. think, well, OK, that's great. But what, what else can we add to really kind of give that wow factor? Um, and that's how the fire show show was born. Um, and now we're aware that, you know, the fire show is, is kind of staple in a couple of places. And I think this year into next year, guests will see a few additions to kind of help keep us on, 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 on top. As, wow. as we'd like to think anyway <laughs> yeah no absolutely i'm uh, every time i go i need to watch the fire show at least a few times just to again one atmosphere i mean you know screen parks atmosphere is to me 50 percent of the night you know you can have fantastic attractions and actors and 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 you know and even stage shows and, and mm-hmm. roman characters and whatnot but the uh the the atmosphere that's created by all of that and like you say the the fire show is basically the cherry on the top it means that people are one they're having a fantastic time while they're there the atmosphere is electric but it also leaves a lasting impression and again like you mentioned with with the the fire show is do you find that you're i mean i don't want to get too much into the the ticket sales and things like that but do you find that you have a lot of return custom every year and that the fan base is just building and building absolutely absolutely and i think we have we have guests email in um with past photos with 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 icons like frank and trixie um we've had uh especially towards the end of last year uh the addition sorry not last year the year before i forget we had a pandemic in my days um, <laughs> we're ignoring 2020 <laughs> yeah. we're ignoring it yeah 
2019 when we when we obviously introduced Trixie and Chunk, which again they have such rich backstories themselves, which sometimes guests get to find out as they in- interact with them. Um, mm-hmm. We had a few people actually come back and almost you know like how you see Disney Bound where people go in to Disney parks and they kind of dress inspired by attractions. We had people dress inspired by people like Trixie, wow. um, which was quite amazing to see you know i never thought somewhere like fear would have that kind of uh following um and we Mm -hmm. do we have requests all the time for you know what's happening next year is is frank and the troop back you know what's happening with this and that and we definitely have this this returning fan base that are are so loyal and we're so thankful for for all of those who have you know grown with fear like we have and and have stuck by our side and have brought other people into the family um and that's both actors and and our guests you know we absolutely love the community uh, feel within fear. And, and and you feel that when you're stood in the arena. So day to day, uh, sorry, evening to evening, I'm stood there and I just get to absorb this atmosphere around me. And you see people interacting with our, our, our icons um, mm-hmm. and with our street team. You see people interacting with each other, watching the show, the fire show. Um, and you really get to see this sense of of, of kind of community that's building year on year on year. And I think yeah. that's something really special uh, that Fear has is is its fan base um, yes. and also the, the community that kind of really spurs us on to, to do better year on year. Yeah, no, absolutely, definitely. And you can, you can the fact that you've you said you had people who have sort of dressed up as your icons as well. Uh, again, with an event that is really in the grander scheme of Halloween and and scare attractions and haunted houses, still is kind of in its infancy. Really, it's it is still uh, a young event, and these yeah. these icons are young as well. Um, I'm glad you mentioned the icons. Actually, what what again was it more to to add atmosphere to the park to give fear more of an idea? Identity when you introduce these icons was that the the, the the sort of the key uh, the key direction you wanted to go in yeah absolutely um and you know when you look at places like halloween horror nights um mm-hmm. and you see these icons crazy like for example i don't want to get too geeky uh, but i'm absolutely still obsessed to this day with bloody mary from universal Hor- horror nights nice i nice. absolutely loved the whole thing with her and the reflections of fear um, and I think, you know, we've even toyed with the idea before of, of creating a maze that was dedicated to an icon, um, right. you know, and, and, and we look at all different ways that we, we, we really kind of further cement their identity and cement their, their need to be there for that for that event. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, when when we started, we looked at, you know, all different options and all different ways of, of, of building that that fear brand and that fear identity. And it just made sense to have this icon. And Frank was born. Yes. Um, and then, you know, we, we let Frank rule the roost for a few years. And then we thought, you know what, it's time to bring in a few more. Uh, and then obviously Chunk and Trixie came along. Um, and then this year, guess we'll see yet another change. Uh, wow. so, and I think we'll, we'll see a, quite a big shift um, in the story. Um, okay. And, you know, again, fear needs to, to, to grow and to move on. And I think the story will, will morph. And I think guests will, will kind of love what we've got in store. Yeah, absolutely. Is that uh, the reason for a cheeky little question mark on your main sort of poster? <laughs> what uh, you what might could that be? The, the, the eagle-eyed might have noticed that certain icons are on that poster, but not everyone is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the actual cheeky question mark is to do with the new attraction this year. Okay, so that's that's a brand new attraction for 2021. I know you probably can't give me too much information about it um but uh, that, that's going to be the fifth attraction for the year isn't it 
Yeah, and we're you know it's our seventh year, um, and we're looking at seven fears. And the way we worked it out is actually there's an icon for each maze, and there's a couple of others that we've we've kind of roped in like like chunk, um, and they create these seven icons. And and guests will see that these these images are prominent within the within the park this year. Um, so each maze will be represented by one character. Um, and yes, the new attraction. Um, unfortunately, uh, phobia has has now departed um it had a good it had a good rebirth session um but actually guests could easily work out what this new maze is about Uh, we always like to plant easter eggs um Mm -hmm. and actually phobia had a lot of easter eggs littered throughout regarding this brand new maze and its theme um and all i would say is uh like we told the actors they don't know either is just ask her for forgiveness ask her for forgiveness hmm so if there's anyone listening who's good at sort of figuring stuff out and i know a few of you are you've come to me with things like before when i remember when x4 was getting released and there was a uh, lots of secrecy around that a few people managed to figure out a few things so yeah any listeners who are a little bit you know a sharper knife than me let me know in the comments below um and is that everything you're allowed to tell us um, about the new no, attraction, I mean, or I'm allowed to dig a little bit. You can say no. You can, no I'm, you can, I'm, I'm just being cheeky. You can dig away, Mikey. You know I love it when you dig. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, so, I mean, there, there's, yeah, I, when you go into, uh, what I'll say to you this year as well, when 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 guests go into Stidham Village this year, mm-hmm. I would really pay attention and, and take in the audio um, around the main arena, in the bar, and also in the queue line for Anarchy and for House of Clowns. Um okay. I think guests might have noticed uh, 2019 we, we shifted to having uh, pop music uh, in, in House of Clowns, Q-Line and Anarchies. Um, and also uh, it was more prominent within the main arena. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, we actually have a whole radio station uh, with interviews oh. and all sorts. Now, again, if if your listeners are, are, are sharp about it, they will work out what could be coming in the future as well. Mm. Okay, well, there we go. I'll stop digging now. I'll stop digging. But thank you. No, awesome. Okay, I'm making notes as we speak. Um, so let's talk about, uh, obviously, we've mentioned a few attractions that have come and gone. And uh, like we say, you're always refreshing and, and getting something new. And, uh, and you know, the uh, one that has been a staple for so long, though, but although it has changed as well, is Anarchy that, that became Anarchy Live, mm. which, uh, without trying to blow smoke, I feel is one of the best best of the non-linear free flow style maze um thank you absolutely i think i've said it when i've come out of the attraction before on a on episodes of scare track or scare cam that um it's just if anywhere wants to do a non-linear free flow style attraction that is the blueprint really um is that why you think it sort of stayed for so long and why it's uh, why it's still fresh today because no two runs are the same it's always going to be that little bit different it always gets people lost which is you know it's another form of fear rather than just having one direction is that why it's it's so popular it keeps coming back year on year yeah i I would agree with you completely i mean Anarchy really is about this kind of intense punch. Um, and when, from the moment you get dragged in, uh, and for those of you who, who maybe remember it in 2019, we popped you into into kind of cages and you were, you were pulled into the maze. Yeah, um, yeah, that's and awesome. It was really successful. And, and year on year, we always think, you know, we, we, we love Anarchy. What can we do to, to kind of just give it that, that extra edge? Um, and 
last year, I think in particular, it really shone um, with the different sections. So we had that whole bit in the dark at first uh, where there would be cannibals scuttling past. Um, and then you moved into the what everyone knows anarchy for that strobe section. And um, that was a lot more free flow. Uh, and then yeah. into obviously the studio at the end. Um, which guests probably realised uh, normally you'd enter through the studio. Last year you exited through it with all the cannibals kind of um, breaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it does. It adds It adds so much. It, those fears, each, each of our mazes is always targeting a certain fear. Yeah. And I think anarchy really targets many. Um, it, all those three different elements show you different types of, of, of what we could be frightened of. For example, pitch black. Um, and then we move into this bright strobe maze area where we've got actors coming at you from such far distance right into your face Um, and then into the to the the actual uh the studio where you've got the whole idea of of this kind of containment breach um and everyone's everyone's kind of you know uh being eaten alive bless them the poor production team um (laughs) and then you get chased out at the end with our with our um chainsaws and i think that anarchy is so successful in terms of its its energy, um, its audio, yeah. um, and the dedicated team that that operate that maze. You know, the actors in there are phenomenal, and I think absolutely we have such a talent there with with past show captains um, and 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 how they've they've kind of directed that maze. And I think that's what gives Anarchy its edge. We always have a different show captain every year for that that maze because every show captain brings something different. Yeah, yeah, um, and I think keeps that's it fresh. Again, yeah absolutely i think that's what gives it that kind of fresh identity that makes people think yes anarchy's got that energy um mm. and i think it's a it is a guest favorite and i think it's also a team favorite you know there's a lot of people on on the fear team that love anarchy yeah yeah absolutely and i just love the soundtrack in it just the pow, 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 there's a bit in it and i'm just like oh it sounds so good um yeah i'm a huge fan of anarchy like i said i think i've done a i've done a handful of free flow style attractions now um i'm, I'm a big fan for the non-linear because it, mm-hmm. it i can spend as long as i like in there well to, to what i think anyway i try to um and um you know it's again it, it's the kind of attraction that's most like an actual maze quote unquote as well so that's uh, again another feel there so yeah i'm a huge fan of uh, anarchy live and um but again huge fan of every attraction is very different in its own right isn't it at fear um i mean let's go to i mean house of clowns uh a lot of the artwork done in there by uh, our good friend of the show uh and guest host miss kate monroe uh i know she's done work in other attractions at fear as well but Mm. that was I don't think I've ever gone into a uh, let's, let's call it your quote unquote standard clown house. Obviously, we know it's a little bit more than standard, but it's uh, exceptional clown house. But I've never gone through like my grandma's living room to get to it. Yeah, <laughs> if that makes sense. I know, and I mean it's it is balmy. I think this year again, there, there's there's changes, um, and the way guests enter will be slightly different. Um, but when you go inside that maze it just pops and Big the time. work that kate's done in there is quite frankly phenomenal yeah. i think that you know the clown faces are just absolutely and with the flashing uv that we have in there strobing i think it just adds that extra dimension Definitely. um and then when you walk into the archways again which she's done it's just such beautiful artwork and that mm-hmm. maze to me is got some real pretty sets um yeah. and yeah. it's 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 that's what that's what makes it for me like there's some clown houses out there that i've absolutely i mean i loved you know there's there's a few that i've been through that i've absolutely loved but i feel that house of clowns has that edge due to its mm-hmm. beauty yeah um, yeah it's and a very pretty maze definitely 
yeah and it makes it really does make you feel immersed into this whole fun house idea um and i think yeah kate's absolutely kind of bat that one out of the park um and yeah it is it is barmy going through granny's granny's house you know (laughs) uh, the original idea was that you you were entering the child's nightmare uh, through the wardrobe um and then that slowly kind of morphed to just going through the wardrobe um like i think in 2019 and again that will morph again this year yeah Absolutely, and uh, and it is. I mean, there's like you mentioned, you, there's lots of styles of clown house and and carnival houses. We we, we did a top ten video on it recently on Scare Track, yeah. um, and um, I, I I find this one to be an extremely intense one as well. You can go through some rooms which, like you say, are, are more visually um, pretty and some some great artwork, like we say by Kate. But then it's not scared to plow you into some real darkness with some real killer strobes and i think yeah. that's a that's a theme uh, with all the attractions actually at fear you're not it's gonna it's gonna come across as weird but you're not scared to really really scare us <laughs> but in a fun way and that's a difficult balance to get I, I i'm probably not explaining myself too well but i know there's uh there's some attractions which are, are are they're out there to literally just terrify you but there's a very big handful of scare attractions and haunted houses that are there to to startle and make you laugh and although all these attractions do make you startle and laugh i'd say that the startles the scares mm. in in all these attractions you know beaten over as well uh, specifically too as, as well as like the real dark sections of house of clowns mm. there's some real 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 intense impact scares and you've got to just say hats off to your acting team every time for that thank you and i mean yes like i've said before i think that the teams that we have are are phenomenal mm. um and I really feel that the hats off to the show captains in the past. Again, they they all bring their own kind of touch to each maze. And every year when we do our rehearsals, I walk through with it's a, it's a bit of a, a thing with the I tend to show no emotion whatsoever on purpose, <laughs> um, so that the so that the actors don't quite know where they stand with the with with the attraction then because I want them to really kind of finesse it. Um, yeah. And every year though, I just leave with beaming smiles on my face um, as soon as I get to that exit. I never tell them, but I I do. (laughs) Um, And I think that, yeah, you're right. The, and and the way that House of Clowns works again, it's, it's got those impact scares, but then it's got the, the kind of humor and you Mm. see the sad clowns, you see the happy clowns, you see the, the ones that are kind of in between the manic clowns. Um, And we really love to play on emotion in that maze um and it's it is it is about you know just like you say startling you making you laugh um and and bringing that kind of fun scare but also having that it's almost like willy wonka you have that yeah you have that kind of happy and 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 um smiley front but there's that mysterious edge and that darker undertone and that's yes. what I love absolutely definitely no huge fan of house of clowns and uh i remember when kate was commissioned to go down and do it and uh i kept asking her for updates and she won't give me any and uh but i'm so glad because the finished product when i saw it on online i was like wow that was it is good it is it's good and she's done work in you know in x4 as well yeah. and uh and x4 as well it's sort of x4 and beaten over are sort of in their own little section of fear can you can you explain to the listener exactly what what that sort of section is and, and why they integrate so well together yeah of course so the main arena is actually known as Sidden village um mm. so a lot of people may not know but avon valley um the actual farm that's part of Avon Valley, the land um, Avon Valley is built on, is actually called Stidham Farm. Um, So that's the whole point of Stidham Village. And that whole idea is that every year 
Frank and his troop have descended on Sudden Village and set up this this traveling um, troop. Um, but then you move through the gates into where X4 and Vitanova are, and you're actually set in a completely different time zone. Yeah. Um, this is where the United Kingdom has fallen. Um, and we are no longer the United Kingdom. We are the Republic of England. Um, mm. Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland are completely separate. Um, and we are currently run by what we know are the New World Order. Um, so it basically is Stidham Village, just in a completely different time zone. And it's not known as Stidham anymore. Um, and it is controlled by this overseeing force. And what you see is you see X4. Um, and X4 is actually set before the great fall of the United Kingdom. Um, and then you move over to Vitanova, which is set in current time. Um, and Killzone, which is part of that, is set very early on when the when the uh, United Kingdom had just fallen, the government had just fallen, and they're starting to rebel and try and fight back for that country. Right, there we go. I see there's so much... It's uh, What I love about V is that there's, you can get as much out of it as you can put into it as well, like you say mm. with this, and uh, without us getting too geeky, but you mentioned um, Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando. They've uh, worked very much with their icons in the past, um, and there's always some hidden gems and Easter eggs and, and story progression and things like that. I, when I went to Halloween Horror Nights, Chance was the um, the icon, so yeah, it was yeah. cool, so I could see the backstory of Chance and the way she was with Jack and with Eddie and things like that. Um, and and you know over in uh, in Germany I go to Traumatica a lot so mm. there's lots of sort of key characters there whereas in, I feel that I don't th- feel like anywhere else in the UK is doing the level of storytelling sort of behind the attractions is fear if that makes sense there yeah you, you guys are very much creating a story creating a land and don't get me wrong other places create fantastic individual attractions and and you know fantastic roaming characters you know who can forget some of the uh the naughty nurses are synonymous with tullies for example you know um trust me to bring those ones up but <laughs> um but yeah and and this whole sort of section i remember going there for the first year you know beating over 2019 uh we were just blown away by this whole area it was just like it felt like you know the the roaming characters did such a great job of kind of explaining what was happening and what the scenario was and Mm. what we're going to be experiencing and and again there's there's just story progression that can continue there into years to come as well yeah absolutely and i mean there are so many obviously within Vitanova you have your different trials um, and your stages and there are so many unused stages currently that are ready to go whenever we feel like it um and the whole idea of Vitanova again has progression and you know i think yes. guests will not necessarily this year but i think in the future guests will start to see a difference in Vitanova you know mm-hmm. um and and maybe they'll notice that the republic of england's Vitanova scheme might not be working as well as they hoped um and they might implement new elements to that and, and, and more force in terms of how we administer that Vitanova drug. So there's definitely um, thoughts behind, you know, very careful thoughts behind everything. And there's nods back to, you know, the stuff that UVE have done before with with purgatory. Um, that was a mm-hmm. phenomenal maze. And, and again, that will be nodded back to this year. There'll be, you know, um, explanations about that site um, and 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 there might be even some posters put up about the old shuttered uh, prison that once stood stood strong and was dubbed by the inmates as purgatory. Yeah. Um, and you know there, there will always be these kind of elements. We're very very proud of 
what fear is and 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 that world that we've kind of worked so hard to build and there's been so many people involved in that and we have to to kind of lift them up and 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 thank them for what they've done and you know creators have come and gone and other freelance people who that we've worked with have come and gone but their work still lives on and that's so important that we celebrate that um and again it's important that we bring all that car um those guests into that and we allow them to experience that world and again there'll be things that that they can kind of read and, and pick up and listen to as they walk mm-hmm. around this whole area um, and get completely immersed in either Republic of England or Sydney Village um, and, and learn more about the past, but also the present and the future. Absolutely, definitely. It's uh, it's uh, definitely an event that, uh, like, like I said, towards the, the beginning of the interview, is very much grown, but can, feels to me that it's never stood still any year. It's always mm-hmm. progressing and it's always moving forwards. And, uh, and you know, even, I mean, sidestepping a little bit from each attraction here which you know fantastic five attractions all very different different styles different fears um and we've mentioned the fire show as well on the entertainment side of things but the whole event has grown you know you mentioned right at the beginning there was a tiny little bar and now you've got a giant massive tent with a hugely themed area which has even your own themed merchandise cups you yeah. know it's um again that's just adding i mean one it's fantastic business sense of course um but let's talk about the geeky side of it i love drinking out i'm drinking out of my fear cup now i've got both of them i've got (laughs) both of them and and a half pint one as well like um that's how excited me and hannah got over merchandise cups but anyway um again is that just the 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 progression of expanding making it bigger I, i feel like you can't turn a corner without something else to either look at or to uh, watch or to experience or you know they have the five minute escape rooms in the bar area mm. or you have different food options is it purely that you know that the key thing is to make sure that each night is just completely action-packed with loads of stuff to do yeah and i mean you know in the past we've used the hashtag a bloody good night mm-hmm. um and that's really what we want. We want guests to have such a good night, not just from you know the mazes, but from the moment they step into that world and the moment they leave, they've kind of really experienced such a, a varied night out, be yeah. it, you know, in those mazes, watching that fire show, doing the escape room, drinking at the bar, um, or even interacting with, with some of our team and our street team. Um, or it could just be reading something on a wall. You know, yeah. different guests take different things. And there's there's so many kind of elements that we try to to cram in. Sometimes it might almost be too much, you know, and you, you kind of have to really take your time and, 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 and work through the site for quite a few hours before you kind of see everything or hear everything or even visit more than once. And I think that's, again, like we were saying before about returners, I think that's why we have the returners that we do, because there is so much to do on, on a night out. Um, nice. And again, like you said as well, we, we, we're never standing still. And we're constantly changing. And I think that that's really kind of helped us as we've as we've grown. Um, And I think as well, sometimes Doug's just like, yeah, I want that escape room in there. And that's it. We get an escape room. (laughs) (laughs) And it works. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's something extra to to have. Yeah. And I think it's the atmosphere that, like I've said to you before, when I'm stood in in, in Stood Village in the arena there, um, it's just that atmosphere and, and, and taking that all in. And I think that you could really... Take, you know, like when you go to somewhere like Alton Towers, you can either run to each ride, 
um, and queue and then run to the next ride. Or you can s- slow it down, walk to each area. Don't take the sky ride. Um, walk to each area mm-hmm. and listen, listen to the music, take it see in. the change in theme and, and, and emotion, you know, and that's yes. the kind of elements that we want in fear. We want those those changes when you when you go into those those uh cue lines and you hear the pop music and you get lulled into this false sense of security because it's all happy clappy and then suddenly bam straightens into a maze and it's complete change in emotion and the fear is kind of induced in you yeah no absolutely and and you you give it to uh the 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 audience to the to the customer straight away because although uh, as you're queuing up you get to see those famous uh four letters in fire which again is just another icon of fear just a fear all in fire fantastic signage um but then you go through a, you go through a trammel you go through a, a yeah. trammel like you haven't even got set foot in the place yet <laughs> and instantly you're in a big clown mouth and you're going through a trammel i mean some people will have experienced those before but i bet the the visitors that either it's their first time at this sort of event or they've just never experienced one of those before i bet that's just a total mind-blown situation because like i haven't i haven't prepared myself yet i don't know what's happening and all of a sudden you're going through a trammel through a clown's mouth and then again boom a whole different kind of visual you know very different from the the car park in front you you are in a totally different sort of world so again i'm guessing having that one having that trammel having that design of trammel the the clown face again it just ties everything in with the whole theme of fear doesn't it yeah absolutely and i mean sometimes we've had people who who have actually refused point blank to go through the trommel they're that scared and i think oh baby if you can't do the trommel then you're not going to do these mazes you know <laughs> it's honestly we've had some some crazy people like people literally freeze inside it as well and they've had, wow. to, you know, we've had people radio us and be like look there's someone stuck inside a trommel you're gonna have to get them out um <laughs> And then you've got those that absolutely just love it and just think, yeah. oh, my gosh, I've never walked through this, you know, in, into an event before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got those that have probably had a little bit to drink before they've even got to the site um, <laughs> who think, you know, the whole world's turning upside down. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it really does. It really does create, you know, that that kind of welcome to fear. And this is us like welcome to the playground. Have fun. You know, you're in our world now. Um, yeah, yeah. and I think it's, it's really had, it has really been successful. And I think when we first had the idea pitched, I, if I'm honest with you, I wasn't warm to it. I thought, oh mm-hmm. gosh, we're going to be able to get everyone through it. But do you know what? Course, it's yeah. been one of the, one of the best elements I think we've, we've had as an entrance. Definitely. Hands down. Absolutely. It really works. Definitely from a, from a customer's point of view anyway, you know, yeah. I, I understand that it might, I suppose you let people out another way, don't you? So it doesn't create yeah. any bottlenecks or anything like that, but so yeah. it, as a you know, flow it really works but but yeah it's um myself and hannah we love it we we're really bad in trommels we just spin as well on the spot <laughs> just to try and make us as dizzy as possible i don't know why it's just something you see a trommel we just have to spin through it it's great fun i re- highly recommend it um, listen don't get don't get stuck in there this time i'm not going to come no. through and pull you both out <laughs> was it me they had to radio for um <laughs> yeah no i do love a good troll um and, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up as well actually you mentioned uh people may have had a quick you know just a pint or two before they went in um so you guys you're you're wet site you serve alcohol on site don't you mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, we do. um and again, without trying to get onto the business side of it, of course, it's great business, beer sales, markup can be great, yada, yada, yada. But we're here on Scarefront to talk about the nice geeky stuff um, and the, 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 the event and, and what it can bring to an event when it comes to atmosphere and socialising and something mm. we've all missed over the last sort of 16, 17 months. Um, 
was it has it always been well i remember speaking to to doug a few years ago uh, the first time i met him actually he mentioned the fact that there was a bar there because it was very 50 50 in the uk on whether it is a wet site or a or dry yeah. site yeah. and um he was very much like look I want people to be able to come here and once you've had a good time, who doesn't want a nice beer or who doesn't want a glass of wine? Like it, It's part of the socialising. Uh, and we here at Scandrack completely agree with that too. Hannah has beer break. Hannah loves you know uh, a, a good beer and a good wine and or, or 10. Uh, but um, but it, it does add to your evening. Um, and we've seen a shift recently in... Uh, events that are, are selling alcohol one again the business sense it's there but also it i don't know we, we've done a few polls on this over the years and we speak to lots of people in the states and what as well mm. a lot of people have found that since they have a bar there's actually less issues from drunk people because they're not all binge drinking before they get in or they're not sneaking alcohol in they can get a point after the the maze and things like mm. that H- have you found that I, I know every area is slightly different every area has a different clientele um have, have you found that it's the fact that you've had a bar you you don't really have any issues with drunks because it's just been part of the atmosphere mm. i mean i think we definitely don't have that many issues i there'll always be issues in, in some way shape or form but actually the alcohol fueled issues are very low mm-hmm. um and that's why again we've we've always kept the idea of having the bar because it, it, to us the safety is actually you know still paramount and and it's not contributing um in that way to to any kind of safety concerns of course um and i would say that yeah you know like you say the the areas are different the clientele is different i think west of england people us 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 kind of farmers uh we do love a good drink we do love a good cider mm-hmm. um but I would say that a lot of people want to enjoy the attractions. They want to enjoy their night. So the really kind of the really drunk people, they don't tend to kind of creep out until the site is closing. Um, yeah. And they've been in the bar after finishing everything they've done and just, you know, had a few drinks with their friends. Of course, um, yeah. But really, when you look around the site, uh, and again, we're very family friendly. Um, you know, we say that the, the mazes are, are 12 and over, but anyone under, under the age of 12 can be accompanied by an adult. Um and and we we welcome families we welcome that and the atmosphere tends to be extremely pleasant uh yeah yeah there's hardly any any drunk people around on the site which is which is what i love as well because sometimes Definitely. you know we, drunk people can 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 get a bit intense um, yeah of course i mean look at a night out on park street in bristol my goodness um, so <laughs> so yeah so i i we welcome that and we we, we always have a very responsible atmosphere i would say that you know the yeah. people that come and visit they they know their limits they know that they're there for a good time um and they they in a sense they know when to stop yeah definitely definitely i get that every time we've visited we've uh like i'm always designated driver but hannah will um always enjoy a drink at fear and and at most screen parks in the uk in fairness as well um it but especially at fear it does feel the atmosphere is always happy um and that's what we love that people can also have a drink but also be entertained and be happy and be cheerful so yeah. um it works really well and like you say with the bar just year on year like you know the last year well the year before last the bar was a huge awesome area with the cups that you can get do- uh, you know refilled and whatnot um and you could even leave your cups outside of the attraction and get a token for a cup and then get it back again. I'm not going to go into all the details, but it's very well done. I remember it being very well done. Um, and it just seems that the overall um, 
you know, lots of places have fantastic, you know, attractions and and street theatres and 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 whether it be food and beverage as well. Um, but it's the overall infrastructure fear that does put it into a, another league with with select few attractions i believe around the uk it, you know it's simple things for me as a consumer mm-hmm. such as queue line boards you guys mm-hmm. have queue line boards and tell us how long each attraction is rough you know r- r- roughly and you have the entertainment in between the mazes as well it, it, it's more like a, running like a theme park nowadays than a farm park with scare mazes is, is that is that the is that the direction you want to continue going in? Just, you know, fine-tuning, finessing, and, and just making sure, you know, information is easily accessible with big queue boards and things like that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, the introduction of the of the queue times a couple of years ago was a hit. Um, mm. And, you know, guest feedback um, was, was extremely positive about that. Um, and we've, we've refined that year on year as well. We've made them more accurate um, and ensuring that, you know, we've got the, the kind of the information there um, and to hand quickly. So, the first year, it was just on the fire show screen. Um, and then we introduced TVs in, in some of the queue lines as well that mm-hmm. were linked to that. Um, but also, like you say, you, you know, moving towards, towards that kind of theme park vibe, I would say yes. Um, the more and more we kind of develop fear, the more theme park-like it becomes yeah. because it's so immersive. Um, and, and because there's so much storytelling to do. If you, you know, when we look at theme parks, they tell a story. Let's take Wicker Man, for example. Um, the storyline is, is kind of conveyed to you from the outside right through the queue line into the pre-show and then onto the ride itself. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's the same for us. Like we want to tell you this story, um, be it outside in the arena um, or in the mazes themselves. And even if you if you look at uh, Vita Nova, for example, it's probably even more theme park like than the others. Um, yes. yeah. Because it's it's got all of its themed announcements and even when the attraction has to take a, you know a stoppage for whatever reason um mm-hmm. a breakdown announcement plays in the queue line so guests are aware and informed. yes excellent um, yeah and 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 you know that's something that we kind of we feel passionate about is, is that communication with the guests definitely um, and because you know i've been in i've been in um in, in attractions before in other, other places and sometimes we might have not moved for 15 20 minutes maybe longer and i think well why are we not moving um and i think that that kind of uh communication is key especially when you've got you know guests wanting to do let's say three attractions and they've got only two more hours to do it absolutely Uh, so yeah we 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 want to ensure that we you know we we bring that theme park element we bring that communication element as well um but we keep it always themed um so obviously when when attractions break down inside they don't get a very themed voice uh, but we can't because otherwise some people won't think that some people think it's part of the actual attraction we tried it once mm-hmm. um, and some people got very confused uh, <laughs> and then, so we, we kind of stepped back from that um and we moved in, in into kind of unthemed if it's if it's inside the maze but everything else is, is is themed if it's you know to relay communication and again this year like i've said to you with the whole new radio station even the the the, the park closing will be themed awesome so that basically means i've got to get there right at the beginning and stay to the very end is that what you're saying absolutely mikey what are you waiting for come on now exactly (laughs) definitely awesome uh no excellent fantastic and and uh just to wrap this up as well let's let our uh, our listeners know exactly um how to get tickets and uh and what nights you're running as well so we're back for 2021 after the debacle of a year last year which would not 
we're not even acknowledging that whatsoever. Um, but you're <laughs> open on the 15th, 16th, 22nd, 23rd, 25th, 26th, 28th, 29th, 30th, and 31st of October. Yeah. Uh, so uh, nine uh, solid nights of scares. And you um, you say tickets with uh, intake periods, is that right? That's right, yes. Um, the intake periods this year are actually um, longer. Um, mm-hmm. So they'll find that the site's opening up a little bit earlier um, and it's closing later as well this year. Excellent. So there's more um, time to kind of spread out the fun. Uh, and yep, tickets can be bought online at fearscreenpark.co.uk. Um, and there's all different types. Um, there's ones with Fast Track, without, um, just if you want to enjoy the atmosphere and the, and the fire show and the thrill rides. Um, that's the street pass. Obviously, the thrill rides are an upcharge as well. Um, but there's all different tiers and it's depending, obviously, what the guest wants to experience and how absolutely perfect and uh everyone listening now if you want to get your tickets get them quick before they sell out i know you do have uh, plenty of sellout nights at fear don't you so um absolutely get your tickets quick awesome so you can get your tickets online uh and uh, like uh, matthias said at fearscreenpark.co.uk i'll put the link in the show notes below so you can get there straight away also follow the guys on instagram uh twitter and facebook as well i'll put all the links uh below there and i'm guessing that's when we'll find uh our all the latest information as well on your social media absolutely yep stick out on uh, on instagram um that's where you'll see kind of the most up-to-date uh, information as well as our uh, exciting teasers uh, for what could be coming this year yeah absolutely and uh, the name of your new attraction is I can't. I can't. (laughs) Nearly. Nearly. I I tried my best. I tried. Guys, I tried. I tried, (laughs) listeners. Um, Amazing. Well, I think that brings us to the perfect conclusion. Matia, uh, creative lead at Fear at Avon Valley Screen Park. A huge, huge thank you for coming on to Scare Track. And we'll see you at Halloween. Thank you for having me and take care. You're listening to Scare Track. So there we go, folks. First of all, a huge, huge thank you to Matia for coming on to the Scaretrap podcast. Really, really do appreciate it. We love chatting to creatives uh, within the industry and and theme park owners and, and screen park owners and just hearing a, a little bit of behind the scenes stuff, really, on why they've created the parks, how they've grown and the plans for the future as well. Uh, and Fear really is a beast of an event. It really has grown so much in its six years and it's one not to be missed every halloween season for us so get your tickets they do sell out um i think they're running 11 or so nights this year so uh, not a huge amount of nights so make sure you uh, are getting your ticket they are opening an hour earlier and op- and staying open an hour later as well so you're just going to have a really awesome night uh, fantastic scares the fire show is amazing as well and the roman characters we didn't really talk too much about the icons and roman characters but um they're phenomenal they really really are so yeah get your tickets for fear i'll put the link in the show notes below and i can't wait to get there this halloween season that brings us almost to the end of this episode of scare track as always we really appreciate you listening we really do uh, appreciate that you are following us over on social media that you're emailing us that you're buying our merch we've got a new merch site up and running now and i will put the link in the show notes below as well of course you can grab everything scare track merch related and check out our youtube and check out all the podcasts anything you need scare track related direct on our website www.scaretrack.co.uk so that brings us to the end of this episode a huge thank you for listening and let's get scared (laughs) 